one of life's beautiful moments. Being in water. I am mermaid through and through. Every kind of water brings me so much joy. Welcome to my orgasmic life podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Guy Morissette, your hostess and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert. And of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it. Because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Hello, audience. All right, so we're gonna have a fun conversation today on my orgasmic life. It's gonna be fun facts about Gaia. <laughs> fun facts that you didn't know. And afterwards, you might wish that you didn't know that either. <laughs> but before I get into the fun facts of me, all things me, um, I just want to give a shout out to my audience. Remember, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. I love and adore you all. And I want to give a shout out to my top three countries, uh, US, Belgium, and Canada. And uh, Remember, share, like, and subscribe. Let's make the world a juicier, sexier place for us all. Okay, so fun facts about Gaia. So I realized that you, if you follow my orgasmic life, you know a lot about my sex life and a lot about my relationship life. And little minutes of here and there of me, but um, I was, when I was, you know, I have this wonderful new girlfriend. You've heard me talk about slut puppy. <laughs> and she, uh, I was like, hey, you, like, give me some questions. What do you want to know about me? And so she came up with some questions that I thought that you guys might want to know about me. All right. So we're going to start with the the fun things that you get, you know, when you get to know people, what's your favorite number? <laughs> My favorite number is 17 because that's the day I was born on and I am big into numerology. So uh, that's a really good number. It works out to eight and eight is a very good number for me. And uh, my second favorite number and not a surprise is of course, 69. <laughs> Next, fun facts about Gaia. My favorite color is red, followed closely by blue. Actually, I like all the primary colors, but red being the number one. 
And I hate, I, I love lots of colors, but there's one color I'm like full on, I do not like is pink. I am not a fan of pink. And I'm going to tell you a little bit why I don't like pink. So a little girl growing up in the 70s, Little girls were supposed to wear pink and like pink and be all pretty and pink and wear pink frilly dresses and be pink, 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 pink. And I wasn't a very girly girl at all. I was, uh, back then we called them tomboys. I was a tomboy. Um, I very much did not like things that were girl related. Um, I didn't like pink dresses. I didn't like pink. I didn't like Barbies. I didn't like dolls. I didn't like playing house. I was like a rough and tumble, catch frogs, do frog races, hang out with the boys, build forts, use power tools, go on treasure hunts. I was like, I was wild. <laughs> well, very much like I am today. <laughs> Only smaller. With less vocabulary. <laughs> um, so I really was offended by pink because I felt like pink was like a washed out version of red because to make pink, you have to blend red and white. And so it washes out the fiery of red. And I remember as a little girl, always feeling like they always wanted to water down my fire. So that's what pink meant to me. It was like, every time somebody tried to put me in pink or make me wear pink, it was like, you're trying to like water down my fire, which is the redness of me. So that's a very long answer to why I don't like pink. Fun facts. <laughs> my favorite food. So I have a very interesting relationship with food. I'm just going to give a little bit of a backstory there is that um, I have a lot of, I'm, I'm allergic to a lot of things and uh, well, I'm allergic to everything. There's a fun fact about me is that I'm allergic to everything, pretty much all things food related, gluten, dairy. Um, it's a very long list. Okay. And so for me, um, rebuilding my digestion, rebuilding my relationships with food, I have to have everything organic, free range, happy. They had the existence of the, the food before I consume must have been a happy orgasmic little life where my body rejects it. I have to be super zen or I can't digest. And, and so these are, you know, my things about my dietary and food relationship. So my favorite food has always been tacos. And luckily, I still can have tacos. I've created a version of tacos that I can have. So I still get to eat tacos. So yay for tacos. Tacos is my favorite food. Still gets to be my favorite food. Yay, tacos. <laughs> All right. Here's a fun fact that no one's going to see coming about me. I used to teach... Bible school, <laughs> Bible studies. I was raised Catholic. And um, for about two years, I taught 
Bible school. Now, you're like, what? No, really? Yes. Now, here's the backstory. You know why I chose to teach Bible school? <laughs> this reason shouldn't surprise you. Is because uh, I got out of mass. <laughs> and we got, I got to teach kids. We got to color and teach kids skits and do acting and uh, arts and crafts. And we got snack break, which is way better than everybody that was stuck up at church. <laughs> so while everybody was in church on their knees suffering, I was having a great time hanging out with kids. <laughs> we were coloring, we were laughing, we were having snack, we we're doing arts and crafts. So that's the true reason why I taught Bible school. <laughs> okay, you ready for the next fun fact that you didn't see coming? I know how to crochet. And I went through, I've gone through crocheting phases numerous times throughout my life. It's been a while. So I'm sure one was someone so, it's around the corner somewhere. Um, and I usually go through these phases where I start crocheting and I crochet everybody's scarves and funky hats. And I go through like a whole phase and I'm like hardcore. Like all I do is crochet. You won't see me without my crochet and my yarn and my crochet needle. And I'm crocheting all the time everywhere. And I make all this stuff. It's like extreme crochet <laughs> phase. And it usually lasts for like three to six months. <laughs> and then I'm done. I put my crochet needle away, put my yarn away, and I'm done crocheting. Until the next time the phase comes. So thought that was a fun fact. Another fun fact about me is that I sew. And it's very much like my crocheting phase. <laughs> I go through phases where I, you know, create clothes and design clothes and I uh, sew and I'll be like really active in it for, you know, like three to six months. And then I put away my sewing machine and I don't look at it for years and years and years until the next time I'm so inclined to do so. So I haven't crocheted in a while and I haven't sewed in a while. So maybe those phases are around the corner. Who knows? Maybe you'll, you'll be witness to one of those phases in the podcast. <laughs> Another fun fact about me, if you didn't know, is I used to own a teaching and drumming pottery studio. And I did that for, I think it was like 11, 12 years. And I loved it. I made the coolest pottery um, and drums. I made drum, clay drums and I taught drumming and I use um, pottery and drumming as a therapeutic tool to help people heal and do anger work and all sorts of stuff. And I worked with special needs and people with special needs and I worked with at risk youth. And I like, I loved it. I loved it. 
but it wasn't my call. Like it wasn't my true calling. This is my true calling showing up and showing up in the world as a holistic sexual wellness specialist is what I'm destined to do is so I closed down my studio and started doing the work that I do now full time. And it's been 12 years now. So, but yes, that was, if you've noticed there's phases in my life, big time phases. <laughs> Another fun fact about me is one of my favorite things in the world. Actually, there's a couple of my favorite things that I love to do that brings me the most amount of joy that isn't sex related. <laughs> the first one is dancing naked in the rain. Is like epic. I love it. It's like as soon now when I'm not somewhere where I can be naked, I will, if there's like a, like as soon as a rainstorm comes, I'm like, run, I run outside. If I can be naked, great. If I can't be naked, I'll have clothes on. Um, and I love dancing in the rain. There's something magical and powerful about just like, it feels like you are harnessing the power of the storm and being a part of it. It's just phenomenal. So that's one of the, one of my true joys is dancing in the rain, naked and not naked. <laughs> and then you have all these puddles to jump in. I love jumping in puddles. It's like my favorite, one of my favorite things in the world is go jump in puddles. Okay. The next thing that brings me so much joy is eating mangoes hot in the tropics and then washing off in a waterfall. Epic. <laughs> Preferably naked. <laughs> if I can be. Again, one of life's beautiful moments, being in water. I am mermaid through and through. Every kind of water brings me so much joy. Swimming, swimming in the ocean, sw being in the waterfalls, in a river, like dancing in the rain. See the theme? Water, 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 water. I am definitely, definitely a mermaid through and through. It's talking about swimming. So now, now I'm going to show there's some stuff you don't know about me that's like sporty spice. <laughs> I was incredibly. So first of all, I swam competitively when I was a kid. And over the last uh, five years, um, I train, I was training to, and I did an open swim marathon and, um, I'm getting back into training again to swim so that I can swim an open, uh, an open swim marathon in the ocean. Um, I want to swim. There's a specific, specific, uh, marathon where in the Gulf, um, that, uh, in Costa Rica, that I area that I go to all the time. 
and I want to swim across the Gulf and they have an open swim marathon that does that. So I'm training and I believe it's 10 kilometers. So the most I've been able to swim in my training in one session is two and a half kilometers. So I got ways to go to build up that endurance. So, but that's my ultimate goal is to swim that marathon. When I was a kid, I was very sporty spice super sporty spice. I played all the sports and I was really good. And, um, most of my school teams would have lost if I wasn't, I was usually the star player. That's, that's how sporty I was. I played soccer. I played basketball. I played volleyball. Um, I ran track and track and field. Um, I was very fast. <laughs> and then, you know, what happened? I found out boys and sex, <laughs> boys and sex and drugs. And I stopped being sporty, which is my biggest fun fact about me is my biggest regret. My biggest life regret is that I didn't continue to be doing all of my sports and moving into the competitiveness that I was in the process of doing and um, continue swimming competitively and um, that I gave all of those pieces up for sex, drugs, and rock and roll, basically. Because <laughs> I also became a drummer, so yeah, rock and roll. And um, that's my biggest life regret, actually. So, um, and then I was in a car accident when I was 25. And so I've had, since I was been 25, um, I've had a lot of chronic pain and I was in a major car accident. So my body changed drastically. And so being able to train, get to a place where I can train to do an open marathon swim is a miracle. Like they never thought that that would even happen. And so, um, yeah, so those are some fun facts about me. Let's see, what else do I want to share with you? Fun facts. Oh, so here's a thing that you would never see coming. I used to line dance. <laughs> it was a phase. I went through a phase. And you know why I line dance? For two reasons. Reason one is I look smoking hot in a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and tight jeans. <laughs> So I look fantastic as a cowgirl. Second reason that I line dance is because it was air very entertaining because I kept fucking up on purpose to screw to screw with the people dancing. So I don't know if you've ever line danced before, but basically everybody has a row, and you know usually like the you're following the people in your row, you're following the other people, everybody's following. So so I just because I was bored and uh, I grew up in a small town. So, you know, again, there's nothing really to do other than to have sex and apparently go line dancing and get drunk and get high. So um, we're take I'm, you know, got convinced to go to line dancing class. And so I'm in line dancing class and I start realizing, cause see people always follow me cause I always seem to, I have that air of like, let's follow her. She knows what she's doing. Even when I don't know what I'm doing, I still have that air that I know what I'm doing. And so what I started to find is that I would get like 
confused. And then everybody in my line would follow me because they just all thought that I knew I was doing. So they would all follow me. And so it started to become very funny and very entertaining for me. So I would go to line dance and I would then purposely fuck up our line <laughs> to see this happening. Cause I found it like, it's like a human experiment, <laughs> social experiment. Now I wouldn't do that now because it wouldn't be consensual. <laughs> But back then, I didn't know about consent. <laughs> so, <laughs> other thing, fun fact about me is I love nature and animals. And uh, animals have always been a crucial part of my existence and my life and my connection. Um, so, I lost my my fur baby Zeus last August. And this is the longest I've ever been without a pet. Um, and you know, the reasons for that is that it's not convenient right now. There's a lot of stuff going on. So having a pet right now is not an ideal situation. And as soon as there it is, I will get another, another pet, but um, animals are, have always been a part of my life. And and a part of my emotional well-being as well from the time I was a little girl. And I always have connected with animals on many levels and especially wild animals. So if you've ever spent any time with me, there's two things that will happen when you spend time with me, all right? And you're in nature with me. The first thing, wild animals will start humping. Okay, so that's that's the first thing you need to know about me. It's something about my my the all the sexual energy and the aura that I have creates that field around me that and well people behave that way too, but so do animals. So you know, all of a sudden birds start humping, things start humping. I'm out in nature. It's just what happens, and you know, it's like it's like animal porn that happens all around me every time I'm in nature. The second thing that happens is that rare wild animals show up in random spaces that they shouldn't show up. So especially sea creatures, because I'm very connected to the ocean. So if I'm anywhere near the ocean, you know, all sorts of sea creatures that normally wouldn't be there just show up. And same with the forest you know, endangered species, all sorts of stuff happens. So that's the one thing you need to know. If you're going to go into nature with me, you're going to see some animals that you probably would never have seen in the wild on your own. Uh, and two, they might be humping. Okay. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> and nature is my safe space. It's the place where I feel the safest, the comfortable, um, the quietest, and it's where I recalibrate and refuel. So here's another fun fact about me is that I'm an introvert. I'm not actually an extrovert. And you're like, what? No way. No way, Gaia. Yeah, it's true. I'm not. I'm not an extrovert. I'm an introvert with extrovert tendencies. And so when I need to refuel, I need to be away from people and, and be in nature and connect to animals and the trees and the elements and, and all of the nature so that I can then be fabulous for everybody out in the world. So 
that's what I want to leave you with. And there's no extended version for uh, this episode. Um, I, uh, I gave it all away. <laughs> I gave it all away free this time. <laughs> so, oh, last fun fact is because I'm an introvert, I'm, I don't really like being in crowds in a social situation. And the last fun fact that you probably don't know, and very few people know, that's a little vulnerable, which I'm going to share right now, is that sometimes I'm socially awkward. I know, right? What? No way. But yes, sometimes I am socially awkward and feel uncomfortable around people. So that's it. That's all. I hope you enjoyed um, we'll every once in a while, we'll do fun facts on Gaia <laughs> as people remind me of the quirkiness that others might want to know about me. I will periodically do fun facts about Gaia. All right. Mwah. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out all of my orgasmic life. There's many Gaia stories, uh, Gaia's first, all sorts of wonderful things. Um, if you want to learn more about me and uh, you know how to reach me and make sure you subscribe, like, and tell your friends. Mwah! Love you. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator... Um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. Now, if you're like, oh, I really wonder what's in the extended version. <laughs> well, find out on Patreon. Come join my Patreon for not only the extended version of this episode, but also bonus content behind the scenes, all sorts of juicy, juicy stuff. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook, at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option. We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com.
Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.